Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda OJ here again with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. I'm really excited today because we have a returning guest, um, Gunther Kramer, Gecko Websites. Hi Gunther. Hi Linda. So you're coming back today with your words of wisdom, but just in case some of our listeners um, didn't hear the last podcast, which I believe was um, last year, it's awful saying last year, isn't it, it seems like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, time goes by quickly. Last year you came along and you offered your words of wisdom then. So if we can have a little reminder who you are, please, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. So again, my name is Gunther Kramer, and I started a company uh, back in 1995 called Gecko Websites. And as the name implies, so we do website development. But uh, over the years, we have grown to do so much more than that. Uh, another term that has been thrown around a lot is digital marketing, which means that we not just build the website and do the pretty graphics, but we also look at it from a business point of view to try to help your digital part of your business grow as well. So whether it's search engine optimization or any of the other number of things, then that's what uh, we help you out with. My goodness, you are um, full of um, lots and lots of uh, product services and and ways to help um, your clients. That's absolutely fantastic. So today, I guess, we're going to be talking a little bit about setting prices and understanding why we all undervalue our own services, and that's a very, very important um, message. So take it away, Gunther. How can you help us? Okay, well, there's a number of different stages that we go through in business, from the very early days when we're setting up all the way to being in business like myself for a couple of decades. And at every one of those stages, we do run into issues where we may have somebody talk to us and say, hey, you know, you're not really charging enough. Why, why aren't you uh, putting more value into what you do? And a lot of times we kind of dismiss it. Um, and I don't think we should. I think we really should take a closer look at that feedback. So a lot of it is, I look at this and I say, well, why? What's happening? Why do we undervalue ourselves? And I think there's a few key components. So let's just put ourselves back into the mindset of someone who's just starting out right away, you know, day one, they're getting their business name uh, set they're, uh, you know, getting their business cards, they're figuring out their pricing, their services and all that. And a lot of times what happens is we're an entrepreneur in our industry because we really enjoy what we're doing. We're really passionate about it and we have fun doing what others would call work. Do we? And I think that's, <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I think, I think if that's not the case, it might be time to sit back and ask yourself some exactly. questions as to whether exactly. you want to continue. I think the point that I was making in the early days when we first started, we perceive it to be fun for a while, but then until we meet somebody as awesome as you, who's there to point us in the right direction, it can be quite stressful. This is why it's so fantastic that you're able to lead us through this process. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yeah, things are going to be difficult. Things are going to be stressful, but that's also part of it. But I think one of the key points is if you actually enjoy the work that you're doing, like in my case, you know, it was about, at the, in the early days, it was really more about computer programming and, and doing graphic design. 
And I really enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed, you know, being one of those typical programming guys sitting in a, in a dark basement room somewhere and hacking away at the keyboard and creating computer code so that the website would do all these wonderful things. Oh, but then you broke out of that dark room, didn't you? And you now oh, come along and, and share your, your, your wisdom, which is absolutely fantastic. What actually made you change your focus just out of curiosity? Well, a lot of it is client-driven. So, you know, you have a client where you're doing a certain uh, project for and you complete the project, and then they're asking you, they say, well, do you think you could also do this? Do you think you could also do that? Or do you maybe know somebody who can? And then you start to think, well, well I can do that too. That's, that's not a, much different than what I'm already doing. And you start to realize, well, if this is what the clients are asking for, if that's where the demand is, well, then isn't that a service or a product that I should then also offer? And, and the more... You- is, is that when you then looked at your products and services and realized that because you had such um, an expertise to offer, you were offering such such a lot to your clients, is that when you did look about, you know, setting the prices and understanding why we undervalue our own services, is that why you said, you know what, I'm worth more than that? Well, that's, that's definitely a part of it. Uh, you know, for example, somebody might look at the type of work, let's say, that I do with the computer coding, and they might not even have a clue where to begin. It's just an unbelievable, daunting task. And if they were forced to have to do it, uh, you know, it would just drive them nuts. And therefore, they're very happy to pay somebody to do that. From my perspective, though, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, great, a new complicated situation that I get to try to work out the solution for. And I get all giddy and excited about it. Oh, yeah. Well, because of that, what happens is we all tend to undervaluate our own services because we're not really looking at it as work. Oh. Or, for example, we're looking at our own experience and somebody might come with a complicated scenario and we say to ourselves, oh, well, this isn't really all that complicated. I've already done this a dozen times before. I can just whip this together in a snap. I'm with you. But I'm really what you. we're doing... Yeah is we're doing something very, very complicated. So people aren't just paying us for our time. They're paying us for our experience that we have gathered over the years. Okay. That makes sense. That makes, And it's a little bit like me. So many people say, I want to do what you do. And I go, what do I do? And, you know, I've got two businesses. <laughs> Where my speaking is concerned, people think I literally just get hired to stand on a stage, stand at the podium, offer some words of wisdom, go home and just sleep. There's a lot more to it than that. So I guess you're pointing me in the right direction now. Just because we enjoy what we do and we may think it's simple because we love it and we're good at it, we shouldn't undervalue ourselves and we shouldn't offer prices to our clients that are ridiculously low because then we're not helping them and we're not helping ourselves, are we? Well, that's just it. And I see that in every industry where people are trying to undercut each other on prices. And the problem with that really is that we're all just hurting ourselves in our industry. We're tearing our whole industry down. And we get to a point where everybody's closing up shop because they're not making enough money. And that's really not serving anyone well. And it doesn't serve the client well either. I mean, a lot of times people say, oh, well, that's great. That's competition out there. You know, the client wins because they're getting a better deal. Mm -mm. But let's be honest. If I'm going to get a service or or a product from a company and I know that they have razor thin margins and they're barely able to survive, Mm -hmm. how confident am I going to feel in the products and services I'm purchasing from them? And will they Probably be not there? very much. Will they be there next year? Will they be there to continue to offer us the support we need? And also, I know uh, we don't want those kinds of clients that are picky about the price and not loyal to us because we're loyal to our clients. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I turn people down all the time when they're insisting on comparing by price. Mm. Uh, I don't even get into, into a price discussion a lot yeah. of times. 
Um, the other thing, too, is when people are asking, well, how much do you charge per hour? I tend to not charge per hour unless uh, there's a situation where I absolutely have to. And the reason why is because people are using that as a way to compare uh, businesses, mm -hmm. which really isn't a fair comparison. One guy might charge 50 an hour, another guy 500 an hour. Well, right. a lot of times it's not just that the $50 guy is better because he's cheaper. The $500 guy might be better. The real thing that we need to look at is, are they going to deliver what I need? Not even necessarily what I want, but what I need. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of times where people will come to me and they say, hey, I want to have a website and I want it to do this and this and this. Can you do it? And how much is it going to cost? And I said, well, wait a minute. Before we even talk about any of that, let me understand you and your business and what you're trying to achieve. Oh, and then we'll see if that is even a good game plan. Yeah, because if that's you, a lot of times what you're paying for. You might not actually want to take that particular client on for many reasons, for many reasons. But for instance, if I was going to work with you, Gunther, I think I'd drive you crazy because I'm like, <laughs> this is what I want. I know what I want. And basically, I've got some ideas what I would like, but are they, you know, are they able to? Would you effectively be able to give me what I want? Would they be good for my brand? Would they be good for my business? So it's more about a conversation and saying, here's some ideas, Gunther, and basically you putting your thinking hat on. What kinds of clients do you think understand um, why we have to, you know, be very strong about this and not undervalue ourselves and, and really be price conscious. What, what kind of clients do you think really understand that? It's, I know it's a difficult question, but if you can answer it, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you actually uh, already mentioned it previously, uh, you know, clients that want to build a relationship that is going to last. Uh -huh. So uh, again, you know, I can build a website for somebody and then walk away. Well, that doesn't really serve them very well because, you know, as a lot of us know nowadays, they require ongoing management and maintenance and updates and security and all these other things. And so clients are looking more for a partner who is going to be with them on an ongoing basis over the long term to take care of them, not just do the quick sale and run away to the next, uh, to the next sale. Yeah, that's right. So I think clients that are looking for that, that's important. The other thing is a lot of times when you're talking to a client, when you're going to that first discussion with them, they might drop certain key words or phrases or so that start to give you an inkling. And sometimes it's very obvious. I mean, I had one gentleman, for example, you know, we did the whole conversation. I gave him my price and all that. And the first thing he said to me was, he said, are you sure that that is enough? Oh. And I was a little bit, I was a little bit taken aback. Yeah. And he, and, he, and he clarified and he said, I want to make sure that whatever I'm paying you, that it is going to be enough for you to do a proper job. I don't want you taking shortcuts and cutting corners to try to get something done. I want to make sure you're really giving me the best service you can. So if it's not enough, let me know now. Oh, I'll be where, more than happy to pay more. Where can we find more clients like that? I love it. I, you know what? I'm looking, well, at, I'm looking <laughs> at your website now, right? And uh, you've got an awesome blog. We, we should share the information about that in a minute. But I scroll down the bottom and you're asking a question. Why do you want a website? Okay. And oh, then you, yes. Yeah. And then you go on to talk about website marketing and WordPress and WordPress security. So in your case, You've got longevity. You've got credibility. If I saw that you were not charging, say I came along as a client and I, I, I knew all the, you know, how fabulous you are and the longevity and credibility and how, how good you are at what you do, and you didn't charge me the price that you should, I would have doubts. I would say to myself, okay, here's a really, really good example. 
So um, in the world of um, speaking, um, motivational speakers, uh, whatever you want to call us, public speakers, I don't care really what you call us, there used to be something called a keynote speaker and they would open a conference, right? And they had the key points of the conference, blah, blah, blah. And then you've got the speaker at the end that closes it, right? So now what's happening in my industry, keynote speakers are popping up in local bars, in local restaurants, and they're speaking at small events. And basically, that's not what a keynote speaker does. For a start, you pay a keynote speaker and they earn a lot of money. So a lot of people... Um, maybe up to five years ago would come to me and say you're a keynote speaker and you speak at my you know event at a restaurant so I'm sorry I can't and the reason I have to say that is I know my true value so if I get paid for being a speaker at a conference if I'm not uh, offering a give back you know cancer research anything like that to an organization um, people will say well you know why would we pay you to speak at our conference as a top keynote speaker if you're speaking at the lesser events does that make sense Oh, absolutely. You can definitely undervalue yourself. Yes, you're in the same boat. Now, I've seen your website. If you didn't say to me, this is what I charge, this is what, you know, what I'm worth kind of, I'd go, why is Gunther not charging me what he should? Why, you know, why am I getting such a good deal? And I think to myself, well, can he do the job properly? Is he able to do it? So you and I and the other businesses at the level where we are, if we undervalue ourselves, people will notice that and have doubts about our credibility. That's what I think this is all about. How do you feel? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we do run across a lot of situations where it does make sense to do either work for free or at a lesser cost. You know, maybe you're supporting a local charity organization or maybe, you know, a friend of yours, you want to give them a good discount or something like that. There's a number of different reasons and they're justified. Um, Let me jump in though. Let me be really controversial and jump in. There comes a point, I'm sorry to be brutal, when we cannot give our friends a discount anymore, when we cannot give them a break, because basically we have to make a living. Not be mean. No, well, I, I can't, you know, really and truly, I give back in local communities across Canada, whatever. Um, don't make a fuss about them. Nobody knows what I'm doing. It's not really anybody's business. So I'll give them a complete break. But if somebody came to me and said, you know, we're a not-for-profit, we've got a small budget, I would give them less for less. If one of mm-hmm. my friends said we're doing a, a give back in the community for A, B and C, I would do it completely free. So I've heard a lot of people in your organization, if they are going to help a friend out, it has to be less for less gone through. Otherwise, basically, we'll be giving our friends and family breaks for the rest of our lives. I mean, I know it sounds controversial and mean, but in all honesty... No, no, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, and I would agree with that. And, and those are very personal decisions that each business mm-hmm. owner has to make on their own for that particular case. The, the one thing that I would suggest, though, is when you do something like that, whether you're doing it for free or whether you're giving them a bit of a discount, is when you send them an invoice, make sure you do send them an invoice, even if it's free work. Yes, I always and do And just that. put in there, put in there, this is, you know, the line item, this is what I did, here's the product services, and here's the full price for it. Yeah. And then in the next line item, you can say, okay, here is your discount because... And you explain it so that they actually see what the real value is. If you, let's say, are going to have a product that you're selling for $100 and you're giving your buddy a break and you're selling it to him for 80 and you don't make that clear, in his head, this item has a value of 80 and you charged him $80. Exactly. And you know what? I tend to put one time only. 
one time only mm-hmm. um, discount or one time only honorarium. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's mm-hmm. not, Absolutely. And it's not just our friends and family. I had this for many years when I started on the speaking circuit. Oh, we haven't got a budget. And until I got my gatekeeper, my person, to, to talk to those people and say, well, who did you have to speak last year? And then I know that they can afford me. So that's a really good tip about the invoice. I love that. Thanks for sharing it. Um, you are a big giver back to the community. Um, you are um, you you help grow communities. You're very much into sharing and caring. But I do agree, Gunther, that you've got to set your price and know your value. Could you tell us um, how we can contact you and how we can maybe you know find out more about your newsletter and your social media um, sites that you are working diligently yes. on? So obviously, as a website developer, the best place to go would be to my website. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, the, the website there, it's uh, geckowebsites.com. And from there, you can get my uh, email address, my phone number, the various social media channels, and so on. Uh, the blog is on there as well. So that's, that's a central place that you can go to to find out uh, how to contact me. That's awesome, and I'm really enjoying. I've, I've been um, looking at your blog for the past few days. I'm really enjoying it. There's some some fantastic tips and ideas in there, and those are free. You are giving away your expertise free in your blogs, and if that doesn't endear, you know, make people realise that you're the kind of expert they should come to, you're the person that can help them. Seriously, I don't know what's the matter with the world. I, I love that chat today. I really did because we have a lot in common. We've been a bit controversial by saying, maybe say no to friends. And then you jumped in, which is awfully good as a diplomat and said, well, maybe we can offer our friends this guy, but make it clear. That, you know, so I think that's absolutely fantastic. So um, we're going to be uh, chatting again, I guess, uh, in another couple of weeks, right? Do you know what we're going to be talking about? Or is it a nice surprise to wait for? Uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed your time. And um, I think what people who are listening will realize is we do have to show our true value. I don't know about you, Gunther, but I have to shop a lot and buy shoes and clothes <laughs> and go to the hair salon. So how can I pay my bills if, if I'm not getting my true value? Uh, so I guess that's one of the things you all have to learn. Absolutely. Listen, have a look. You know, there, 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 yeah, you first. Yeah, thank you very much, Linda, and uh, and you as well. And thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to talking again in a couple of weeks. I really, really enjoyed it. It was an awesome chat. Have a great day. 